destruction of the temple. In the double darkness of the prison dungeons and his blindness, Samson was put to work grinding grain, which hurt him at every move because of the shackles around his wrists and ankles. He had no family with him, no friends and no possessions, only God and time. And as time passed, Samson's hair began to grow again without him even realizing. The day came when the Philistines held an important festival in praise of their god, Dagon. Every man, woman, and child was out in the streets to watch the sacrifices and join in rejoicing in this particular year, and celebrations were better than ever. The Philistines had something really special to thank Dagon for, and they were determined to throw a party to remember. For Dagon had delivered into their hands the powerful Israelite leader who had single-handedly been the cause of thousands of Philistine deaths. The merrymaking went on and on, and the worshippers grew wilder and wilder. Voices began to call for the famous prisoner to be brought up out of jail and paraded for all the Philistines to see, so they could enjoy mocking and jeering at him to their heart's content. Then the word went around that Samson was to be displayed in the temple itself, and the size of the crowd swelled immediately. How the Philistines longed to look down on their once dreaded enemy and sneered at him and show him in person just how much they hated him. As soon as the first people caught sight of the wretched, blind Samson shuffling into the temple, they began to yell insults and ridicule him, and soon the noise and excitement was at fever pitch. The Philistine chieftains ordered Samson to be positioned right in the middle of the temple floor, between the main, the two main supporting pillars, in order to give as many of their subjects a possible good view. And the Israelite champion stood there as he once told. The Israelite champion stood there as he was told, quite broken and slumped, trying to block out the insults and obscenities that came hurling through the darkness to his ears. But as if from nowhere, a small spark of an idea suddenly began to glimmer in the blackness that now floated permanently before Samson. Slowly, he bent down to the boy who was there to lead him around and said, Will you help me feel where the pillars are so I can lean on them? Samson felt the lad take his hand and guide them out onto the cool rock on either side of him. Then silently, Samson called out to the Lord with all the passion that was inside him. Oh Lord, God, remember me. I pray, he beseeched as he stood on his own in the midst of his enemies. I pray to you, O God, please give me my strength back just one more time. 
so I can be avenged upon these people for the loss of my eyes. And Samson drew himself up and braced himself against the pillars, suddenly feeling the spirit of the Lord flooding as strongly through his body as ever. Let me die with the Philistines, he cried out and heaved with all his might. Not one of the Philistines had been able to hear above their own commotion what Samson had said. Yet they had seen him open his mouth and cry to heaven and had watched with mounting horror as the crushed, dejected prisoner had strained up into a broad-shouldered warrior. Now their scornful cries of derision at once changed to howls and screams of terror as the pillars began to tremble and dust came crumbling down upon them from the ceiling. Before anyone could flee, Samson broke the pillars with an almighty crack and the roof and walls of the huge temple came crashing inward, burying the thousands of people inside under tons of rubble. That day, the mighty Samson died along with the Philistines, but he killed more enemies by dying than he had killed during all his life. About the story. Samson appears to be a broken man, but his faith is still strong and God answers his prayer. Through Samson, God finally releases the Israelites from Philistine rule. Samson's destruction of the temple is symbolic of the Israelites' defeat of the Philistines.